Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Kim. So when I was little, I wanted to be a lawyer when I grew up, which <laughs> doesn't sound very fun. It doesn't surprise me at but all. <laughs> I, well, I loved, I loved to argue, so I thought mm-hmm. it would be a good fit. Um, I'm, I'm glad that my path took a little turn, but what did you want to be when you were little? Okay. So I wanted to be a ballerina, which is hilarious because I am the most clumsy person. There is no way I ever (laughs) could have been a ballerina. And then in fifth grade, we took, I don't know if you did this, but we took these tests on, you know, aptitudes and what we should be when we grew up. And then I was told that I should be a librarian. So Oh, okay. Well, that sounds a little bit closer closer, to what you ended up doing. (laughs) I love that when we're young, the world feels full of potential and opportunities. And today's book, This Could Be You, written by Cindy Williams-Schrauben and illustrated by Julia Seal, is a great conversation starter for kids about growth mindset and possibilities. Oh, it's such a beautiful book. So we are excited to talk with Cindy, Julia, and their editor, Adam Blackman. Let's chat. Cindy. Yes. This is your debut picture book. It is. And you write so beautifully. The rhyme is perfection. How did you come up with the idea for this story? 
usually my ideas are kind of scattered and I don't know where they come from. This is the first book that I've written that was real intentional. When I started out, I have two grandsons that are seven and five and watching them and wanting to encourage them and realizing that when my daughters were little, sometimes I thought I was being encouraging and I wasn't really saying the right things. <laughs> and so, you know, learning to say things like you can't do it yet, but you're still working on it instead of I can't. And so I wanted to get those messages across to yeah, kids, growth mindset. but I wanted to make sure it wasn't one character, but that it was a host of characters so that it could be diverse and so that we could speak to lots of kids at the same time. So you did a, such a good job with that. Thank I love you. that. That's great. And we're going to get more into your writing process after, but I do love how you chose to have a cast of characters versus one character. Um, I think that's really a, an important decision, but so hold on to that thought. We're going to okay. go to you, Adam. What was it about the story that made you want to acquire it? Everything. Um, <laughs> so really, no, really this story uh, jumped out from over 2000 submissions that I was reading during that submission period. I mean, the message obviously is so important and growth mindset is for everyone. It's not just for kids. <laughs> so it's very exactly. resonant. And it's, um, I think it's going to be as powerful. I felt that as a, as a powerful tool, as a parent, as a person and, um, and the language just really made me feel the message. That was what was so impressive to me was that the, the, sort of jubilant and bouncy prose really brought that message into like into my body really I mean I really felt it and I thought the language carried it and it gave it the the language has such buoyancy and the and it brings that message of like you can do it I felt like it really um I was just reading you know rereading it again over coffee this morning before this I had that same feeling of like Yes, I can do it. <laughs> um, and I think that's uh, it's such that a great pep talk. So, so important, and uh, and it was done with such, um, just such pizzazz. You know, agreed. Yes, great word, pizzazz. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> so, what was the illustrator selection process like for you? Reviewing the different illustrator options, um, Julia's um, just sort of her palette. And ability to really uh, create these, these beautiful human characters, because a lot of a lot of times we do see you know animal characters that are brought to us. Um, but really, mm -hmm. this sort of liveliness of of the drawings um, and the initial sketches and and of uh, of Julia's previous work really seemed to fit perfectly with with the the prose and all the other parts I was describing about the prose. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. It's beautiful. It really is. And Julia, it's true. Your art is so expressive and stunning. Oh, thank you. What made you want to say yes to working on the project? I think as soon as I read Cindy's manuscript, I, I just knew it was the kind of book that I'd like to read my children. I think as a parent, you're always looking for kind of the messages, the positive things in books. And as soon as I read the words, I wanted to share it, which I think is always a sign of a great book. And I, I just loved all Cindy's rhymes. I think from the first moment I read it afterwards, even when I wasn't working, the, the rhyme and the text was kind of going around my head. It's got such a great rhythm and such a great feeling to it that I just couldn't get it out of my mind. So it was constantly playing there. 
So I think it was an easy decision to, to say yes to illustrating it. It's wonderful. Well, and your art has so much energy to match the, the bouncing rhythm. So it feels like a perfect fit. So we're, I think we're all glad, especially. <laughs> we're very Cindy glad you said Adam, yes. That yes, you said yes. For sure. <laughs> so glad. Okay, Cindy, we're circling back to you with that writing process. So can you give us a little bit more details about how that went for you? I started out with the title, Why Not You? I started out actually using um, Kim Norman's I Want My Bones or Give Me Back My Bones as a mentor text. (laughs) Yeah, because I just loved the rhyme scheme that she used there. So I went off from that. So that didn't change. I started right there with that. Um, And like I said, the title changed. And then I went to thinking about occupations. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just using the typical occupations that kids hear about, right? A doctor, a lawyer, a teacher. I wanted to include all kinds of occupations so that kids knew that there's all kinds of opportunities out there that can fit anyone, right? So I made sure that 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 was diverse also. And then I started just playing around with words and what would work with a teacher and what would work with a uh, you know, a, an artist or what would work for the truck driver or, and just, I tend to go in and use enchantedlearning.com or some kind of word list like that. And just look at lists and lists and make lists of words that I like and see where they can fit together and, um, worked on from there. It was probably the fastest book I ever wrote. I think because I didn't have to worry about any plotting or storyline, cause that's not my strength at all. So I, uh, it changed somewhat. I have great critique partners and groups. I have a, a group of rhymers that um, have a just wonderful, amazing group of people that help with that as well. And so played around with it just a little bit before um, Cardinal World Press has a one month window of when they accept manuscripts. And I knew that this might work for them. And so I just knocked it out in time to send it to them during that time. Wow. That's great. That's really impressive that you were just like, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this in. (laughs) And just along those lines of the critique partners and having rhyming critique partners, I think that is something that is really important for the listeners to hear because rhyme is really hard, right? I, I don't rhyme and I know it's really hard and you rhyme. Kirsty, you rhyme. So, you know, um, it's really so hard just, to get it right. If you don't <laughs> yeah. have critique partners that are rhymers and you rhyme, you need to get critique partners. That Absolutely. <laughs> um, some of the people in that group are, you know, established poets and they, so they really know it. But for me, I have a hard time not writing in rhyme because things just come out that way in my head. So, mm-hmm. um, I do have stories that aren't in rhyme, but um, that's just, I don't know what's the way my brain works, I guess. Well, it works beautifully. <laughs> Thank it you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you have like a specific writing schedule? Do you write at the same time every day? Or is it whenever you kind of get a chance? Uh, my daughters are grown and gone and have their own family. So I have a lot of free time, more than most of your listeners probably. So that's helpful for me. But I found this new passion that just drives me forward and everything else disappears. So I really write I write every day, if not sitting down at my computer, then scratching notes while I'm off doing something else. But I'm a, I usually write every day and I don't put myself to a schedule. My, I'm not, my brain doesn't really work that way very well. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, it. That's good that you don't try to force it. So Adam, what was the editing process like for this story? Minimal. Thankfully, this, um, beautiful manuscript came in pretty much uh fully formed it was pretty ready I think I'm kind of fanatic about making sure something's really ready before I send it in (laughs) (laughs) well it's worth it it sounds like for sure that's great that's wonderful Adam can you share with us what what are some things that our listeners can do to make sure that their manuscripts are ready for for submission what are some what's some advice that you have for them Um, Well, I think there are a few things. Um, One is, of course, um, well, as Cindy just said, work with your critique partners. Really, uh, you know, let it, let it percolate. Um, um, Well, this, the process for this book, it's, uh, uh, you know, manuscript was more, more quick than others. Um, But the, um, but really, I would suggest getting that feedback, letting it, sitting with it, working on it, keep reworking it, and really just make sure every word is intentional. Um, and, and so, and, and um, I, I think there, to a lesser degree, I would say, make sure that your formatting is, is um, you know, nice and, and readable. Um, doesn't have to be, fa- please don't do anything fancy, uh, you know, fonts and, <laughs> fonts and, and you know, ma- uh, all kinds of indentations and things of that sort that don't need to be there. Um, you know, we want, but, but if the, you do have illustrator notes, um, it, it helps for readability to set those aside, you know, apart with italics and a, a different shade or, you know, those kinds of formatting things that will help. Cause for the most part, I, I want to read the, the manuscript fully through and then I'll go mm-hmm. back and take a look at, at, you know, any, you know, art, art notes and so forth and, whether those sense. get passed on to um, actually through the art director to mm-hmm. to the illustrator at some point, um, they may or may not, but um, but they can help to they can they can be helpful. That's always the debate, but um, yeah. But I would just say, like, <laughs> formatting wise, uh, keeping that so that you can really just read through the manuscript. Okay, is sure, really important, clean and that. simple. I think that's right. that's great, really good advice. So, Julia. Can you share a little bit about your illustration process for this story? Yeah, well, I think Cindy's book was a bit different for me because normally you kind of have a main character and you start with character designs and things. But this time there was each each page was a different set of characters, which was really great because you get to look at each page afresh. It gives you lots of opportunities as an illustrator to bring in some great scenes. So I started by looking at kind of each scene separately and looking where the text was going to be placed and seeing what images it conjured up. 
Um, and for example, like the first scene with the girl climbing the mountain very recently, um, my daughter and my family, we just climbed Snowdon, which is the highest mountain in Wales. And she was only five at the time. And as soon as I read that wow. text from Cindy, I thought of my daughter doing that. And I thought, yeah, she really tried to, I think the words are she pursued her top dreams. And so sometimes a lot of my life experiences get put into the illustrations, which is a quite nice. I love that. Um, so yeah, so once I've done the sketches, they get sent off for feedback. Um, there's sometimes some amends and things before we go on to colours. And then I do all my pictures on the iPad now, but I try and layer it up. So I bring in lots of textures and kind of sketching effects, paintbrushes effects. Um, and then they all get sent off to the publisher and hopefully get approved. <laughs> was there any particular spread that was more challenging than the others? Was there one that kind of you, you just couldn't figure out or what, weren't quite sure which direction you wanted to go with it? Um, I think generally I, I got some really good art direction for the spreads. So I think it was quite good to work on them. They were all quite different. I think there's one spread in the book that actually you have to turn the book around. So I think it's yes. a, when the kids are diving off the boat. And I always think that's so great because I think when kids look through a book, they want that interest. They don't want each page to look the same. So, so that was really good. I think perhaps if I was going to say a challenge for the book, I think the fact that there were so many characters in the book was both a challenge and a blessing because in one sense you could bring in a huge diversity you know a huge range of children which you wouldn't necessarily be able to do in other books but it was also a challenge to keep coming up with new characters and each scene was <laughs> practically like you were designing a different book or a different set of characters so so I guess that was a bit of a challenge but worth it. Julia right. you did such a good job do you have any tips for other illustrators? I think just keep drawing, keep sketchbooks. I think as I was growing up, I just always had a sketchbook in my bag. I still carry a sketchbook around. My daughter's the same, actually. In any spare moment, you can just sit and doodle or sometimes I'm out in town and I, I see some people and I just think, oh, they would be great characters for a book. So I'm sitting there sketching them quickly and I think, oh, I must remember how they look. I wish I could take pictures of people almost and kind of bring them into, into the books I illustrate. Um, so, yeah, my <laughs> advice would just be if you love drawing, just keep drawing and enjoy it as well because I think it shows in your drawings if you if you like what you do I think definitely so, yeah, my advice. absolutely what about you absolutely. Cindy do you have tips or tricks for other authors and writers well I'm thinking about this differently even since I wrote this book because you know we talk about rejection and all of that and, and pushing back and keeping going in in writing and it really is the same as the message in the book and so I'm you know working on talking with authors with my book too now and helping them helping them realize how to how to push through but my I think my biggest tip is have a community not only the um, community with 411 and with Referimo or whatever it is and with your critique partners, I honestly 100% believe that if it weren't for the writing community, I would not have persevered through it. I just wouldn't have. It mm. really helps to have people to bounce things off of and to pick you back up when you're feeling down. And so to me, that's that's number one. Find your people. I love that. And it's so true. That's a <laughs> Yes, yes, that's absolutely. very good advice. We have one last question for all of you. Uh, let's start with you, Adam. When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? They can do it. Believe in yourself and try. That's beautiful. Julia, how about you? 
think I hate that it just encourages children to follow their dreams. I think there's also a lot of good advice for parents. So I hope it just generally leaves them feeling very positive once they've read the book. Yes, beautiful. And what about you, Cindy? Absolutely. Two things, just as simple, it could be me. I ask kids at the end of visits to look in the mirror every day and say it could be me. And then the second part is for parents to read the back matter and to realize how they can help that process. A big thank you to Cindy, Julia, and Adam for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for This Could Be You. Check out the show notes to learn more about Cindy and Julia and their other fabulous work. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you won't miss an episode and we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening and happy Happy looking. looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.